This um, fracturing of the lights, it threw many scientists into a big discussion and this later formed theory that light moves in waves and not just as a ray. A very important discovery. And long, long, long before this, it was known among the Vikings as sunstone, who used this prism quality to help navigate on water when the clouds were covered by the sun. Welcome to the Crystal Guardian podcast. My name is Caressa, and this is a show on which I share about my life as a healer and crystal artist. Here, we meet at the crossroads of creativity and consciousness, art and spirituality, giving a voice to the visionaries of today. Hello and welcome for today's episode today's Crystal Archives episode, we are discussing not one but two minerals. They have very much in common, even the same chemical formula. And there are so many beautiful things to say about the two of them in comparison, which is why I wanted to share them together. We are talking all about aragonite and calcite. They are two of the three most naturally occurring forms of calcium carbonate. The last one being phatterite, but we're not talking about that one today. And they compose a very, very, very large part of the Earth's crust. So as on every Crystal Archives episode, I will first share about how these minerals came to be and share their history as this holds so many keys to understanding the magic that they hold. So, are you ready to dive in? I am. Aragonite. Let's talk about aragonite. It is less common than calcite and gets its name from the place where it was first discovered, the Gallo River in Aragon, Spain. And it comes in many, many different shapes, which often depends on the place of discovery. It occurs in white, yellow, red, violet, blue, and green. And now here's something very fascinating about aragonites, which I think you didn't know before. If you did, that's really cool. Um, let me know. But aragonites, the iridescent surfaces on pearls or abalone shells or on ammonites, and basically any other mother-of-pearl type surface are actually a layer of aragonites. It also preserves and protects fossils by stabilizing them. And sometimes you can see that these layers are referred to as opalescent, but it has actually nothing to do with the mineral opal and everything to do with aragonites. And diving into calcite, it is the most stable and therefore most common of the two. Um, its name comes from the Latin word for lime, and it is found also in many shapes and colors, just like aragonites. Both these carbonate minerals form the rock types of limestone, chalk, marble, travertine, tufa, and 
Gia, which I'm betting has its origins in Mexico, but I'm not 100% sure just because of the name. And you can really, really feel their energy when you step into places that are covered in these beautiful natural stones. It's one of my favorite things about old architecture or really old churches is that they're usually made from the stones of that area, the marble, the taverton, and yeah, those contain calcite, aragonites, which also, of course, feels like bathing in these minerals in these places. Okay, so how are they formed? If you've listened to the Lapis Lazuli episode, then you kind of have already heard this um, story about limestone and how it's formed. Aragonite and calcite, both being calcium carbonates, are the main components of marine organisms like pearls or shells, oysters, coral. And as a mineral, they are mainly formed through the precipitation in water. This means that it's formed from the remnants of those sea organisms that sink to the bottom of the sea, dissolve, and later form a solid material. This seabed is lifted up over millions and millions and millions and millions of years and becomes eventually the rock on land and mountains. Aragonite seas are high in magnesium and calcite seas are high in calcium which actually tells us a lot about their properties, but more on that in just a little bit. Where the two minerals differ is in crystal structure, symmetry, and shape. Aragonite is orthorhombic, which you can beautifully see in the Sputnik aragonite specimens from Morocco, which have these columns that shoot out of its, out of its center like a starburst. These are usually the most common aragonites that you can find on the market. And calcite forms a trigonal inner structure, so it looks completely different. Aragonites can transform into calcite over time when it's heated at around 400 degrees Celsius. And if we look at the history and how it's been used over time, together they are the main components of limestone which was used to build the Great Pyramids of Egypt and many churches and castles all over Europe. Limestone, when put under extreme pressure and heat, can transform into marble, which is an architecturally important mineral that entirely clads the Taj Mahal, among many other greats. Another variety of limestone is travertin, which forms near waterfalls and hot springs and often still shows fossils hidden inside these stones, which is really, truly beautiful. So incredible. The Romans were especially big fans of travertine and built many temples, but also the Colosseum with this material. Apart from the structural presence of these minerals, Spanish monks also used aragonite in their rosaries, the necklaces, believing it cleared the mind and would increase mental energy to overcome challenges. And calcite works as a prism and fractures light when it enters. This phenomenon threw many scientists into, I'm sorry, I can't say phenomenon with, without hearing the tune, phenomenon. Da, 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 da. <laughs> okay, I'm very sorry. Back to geology, history, crystals. This um, fracturing of the lights 
it threw many scientists into a big discussion and this later formed theory that light moves in waves and not just as a ray. A very important discovery. And long, long, long before this, it was known among the Vikings as sunstone, who used this prism quality to help navigate on water when the clouds were covered by the sun. Today, it is also used in many different optical equipments because of this quality. Calcite was also popular among the ancient Egyptians who carved items from the mineral in honor of their fertility goddess Bast. This was a goddess of joy, of dance, warmth, life, and this later inspired the name for alabaster, which is made from calcite. And in terms of the metaphysical properties of these crystals, as they are intertwined so closely together, they share many of the same properties. These rocks, you know, as I shared before, they have been formed through millions and millions of years of sediments building up, water seeping through. So they hold this really beautiful, soft, diffuse, calming energy. But one important difference can be found in what I shared before. Aragonite is formed in magnesium-rich waters. Magnesium in humans works calming on the nervous system. It helps us digest everything we experience, and this really makes aragonite the best friend to any overwhelmed, sensitive, or anxious person. Hi. It helps to melt away any emotional fatigue and brings a sense of balance to the body. Calcite comes from calcium-rich waters, which helps us to grow our bones. This is also the effect that the mineral will have on us when we start to connect with it. It encourages growth in all forms and helps you develop spiritually, mentally, physically. Going back to aragonite, it is very deeply connected to Mother Earth. The mineral predating any human existence holds this special connection to our elder Earth, reminding us of where we all came from, especially the Sputnik variety is believed to be connected to the Earth star chakra, which is located deep in the earth. Connecting with this place anchors our system and supports the natural flow of energy back into the earth. When we look at calcites, it is also an amplifier and cleanser of energy. It calms the mind, strengthens memory, and brings mental clarity. And it's a supporter of growth. It works well when facing ailments in the bones or the skeletal system, high calcites, or... <laughs> high calcium, but can also be easily used when you feel stuck in life and want to grow beyond your current comfort zone. Because of this diffuse and soft energy that calcites, but also aragonite has, they are beautiful companions for the bedroom. You don't want to place just any crystal in your bedroom, very activating or a bit stronger in energy crystals. They can be overwhelming or too much in energy. But aragonite and calcite really are the perfect, like picture-perfect crystals for bedrooms or for rooms that you want to have more peace, more calm, um, more serenity. So yeah, fill them up. Both crystals are found in many different colors and these all bring their own sort of flavor to it too. 
If you want to learn more about this, I really suggest you check out episode three, it Journeys Through the Chakras, the Crystal Colors, and Their Meanings. Um, this tells you a lot about that special flavor of calcites or aragonite that you're working with. I'm sure I'll feature some different types of calcite in the future as well, as there is such a bounty of beautiful specimens out there. My own experience with calcites has mainly been with manganocalcite. This soft pink mineral supported me and felt like a warm motherly hug when I lost my grandmother uh, last year. And aragonites, I come back to again and again. There is always one on my altar and yeah, I can really, really use its energy. Both crystals are great meditation stones, but my favorite way of connecting with it is through my senses. So I will share my practice with you that I always do. It's called the 54321 grounding technique. Maybe you've heard of it before. It's so easy and I give my own crystal flavor to it. So just hold the crystal in your hands and find a quiet place. And first you look for five things you can see. Look for different shapes the crystal has. Maybe find more details than you first saw when you glanced at it. Then you notice four things that you can feel. The structure of the crystal, the shape, the weight. Um, turn it into your hands. Take it, yeah, take it through your fingers. Take in all the feelings of touching this crystal. Then become still for three things you can hear bringing our senses to our inner world. So are there any words that come up, a message that this crystal is telling you? Maybe three words come to mind. They don't have to make sense. Really just let them naturally arise from the crystal. For the next one, find two things that you can smell. Maybe your crystal smells like something. Um, maybe just a smell in your room or just the space that you're in. And lastly, one thing that you can taste. Now, <laughs> big disclaimer, please do not lick your crystal. I repeat, do not lick your crystal. Not safe. But <laughs> for this last one, just bringing your awareness to the taste in your mouth right in this moment. So really moving through all your senses. This meditation is great to do when the mind is overactive or when you have an anxiety attack, it's really a staple in our home when me or Alessandro are having a hard time falling asleep. We just do these five things and it works like a charm, really works like a charm. Yeah, so I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and now feel a lot closer to both aragonites and calcites. You've heard its story, you've heard the journey and yeah, let this be a starting point of your further discovery with the crystal. As you get to know it, work with it, incorporate it into your own practice. And please let me know your experience with these crystals, aragonite or calcites, and how they are weaving into your life. I really, really, really would love to hear. And if you want me to chat about a crystal that's calling your name, um, just write me a message on Instagram at withcaressa. And yeah, maybe your crystal will be the next one in the crystal archives. I am 
sending you so, so, so much love. I am sitting in an empty room right now because um, me and Alessandro are going to go back to the Netherlands next week uh, from Italy. And I'm very excited to spend some holidays with all our family and friends. Yeah, speak soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs>